sparkle water. Sparkle water. Yeah. Um. yeah. Instead of anything. But yeah, I brought my sparkle water and you Me have too. Yours. Clinks, clinks. Oh. Cheers. Cheers. Hello. And welcome to Couplescape. I'm Emma. And I'm Pidge. Thank you for listening as always. This podcast, of course, brought to you by Melanie Fallon Flipple Photography <laughs> and Headshots and other stuff. Artistry. You always like to mention boudoir. Boudoir. <laughs> she does boudoir shots. She does your your beautiful, uh, what, are, what are they called? Glamour like shots. Glamour. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I need to actually get some, hey, shout out to our listeners here. I need to get some new headshots done. And I want to get them done on top of a demolition derby car. <gasps> so if anybody has a demolition derby car oh or access to one or knows even where I could find one, um, I would really like to get some like elegant, ridic- like dressed ig- ridiculously elegant, but on top of a demolition derby car. That is Shots. brilliant. Thank you. You know, I really the, miss demolition derby. Oh since, god, since not living so, in the Midwest anymore. No, they have them here. They have them. Up they north. have them here, but it's not as much of a thing. When I no? was in like Indiana, the demolition derby was like every weekend. Oh really? Oh yeah. yeah. Here it's more of a special events. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, it was special. You know, <laughs> <laughs> my um my uncle competed every 4th of July in uh, the Salmon Demolition Derby where I grew up, and he got a couple concussions. Nice. And uh, it was always kind of... That's kinda, legit. I was always so very So why aren't you him. asking your uncle? Oh, why I are have you shouting out to the... I have uh, no contact with that side of the family anymore. <laughs> okay. He actually also doesn't live there anymore. And he became a born-again Christian, and uh, before that was like a gun-toting uh, alcoholic maniac. And is actually much more unbearable now that he's a Christian. <laughs> Such a piece of shit. The worst human being. Um, at least before that, like, you could count on him to, like, bring you a squirrel or something now and again. Real hillbilly people I come from. But, no, we always went to the Demolition Derby all the time. And it was a big part of my childhood. They, ha- they had it a few times a year. And, like, there were, like, pre-trials and stuff like that. So There probably still is. We're just not on the circuit. We're not on the circuit. We're just not, like, oh my God, I, I would go to a demolition derby in a minute. I, we got to find it. Are you kidding? It. Yeah, we should go together. Because I you know I really sincerely love to go to a demolition oh, derby. Oh, they're, they're so fucking great. And if I can get a lemon shake-up and some fried green tomatoes. God, yes. My day. Heck, my fucking month. Fried zucchini for me. Because that's what we always had. Yeah. Fried zucchini. It would be made. Our lives would be made. Yeah, that's all I need. You know, I love I love a rodeo too. Fucking love a rodeo. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I really um, do. Just great. I know some people aren't into it because they think that it's animal cruelty. I don't know about all that. <laughs> all I know is I still have a weird attraction to cowboys that I would never act on. <laughs> that's the, those days are done for me. I dated I dated a couple bull riders. Oh, cowboys. <laughs> it's like I don't like them logically, but there's still some part of my body that's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I there's don't something know. about a man who's willing to just get beat the fuck up. Yeah, like what is that about? I'm into that. Some someone, you know, those farm boys always have the nicest bodies, and they're not always super smart. And this is exactly the polar opposite. <laughs> Last podcast, we were like, we want a smart man who's also, you know, works with his hands. This one, we're like, just a real dumb fella who can take pain is all I'm looking for this week. That's all. No, I just love the rodeos. When I when I was a little girl, um, I actually was in I was a mutton buster oh, a couple times. Oh, mutton busting's great. And I got hit in the head pretty hard. And then and then I did the greased pig chase. 
That is so hard. It was, uh, there's a famous story that I, my mom entered me into it when I was three and they put us out there and then you, you like, I was totally like, what the fuck's happening here? And the pig came over and the pig and I ran into each other and fell back and looked at each other and both started screaming and ran away. I didn't win that one. It was before I was competitive, I guess. But I love a rodeo. I do too. I, I really love to put on my boots mm-hmm. and my hat and... I like, there's something you about have getting, a cowboy like, hat? Oh, yeah, of course. That's okay. I'm from Idaho. <laughs> I don't I'm have one. Generation. I don't have, I don't have a cowboy hat. Yeah. Oh. Um, actually, I have my great grandpa's cowboy hat. Oh. Yeah. So which cute. I love. It's white. You know, because I'm a good guy. You're a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a black one. And then we'll be like spy versus spy cowboys. In our roller skate boots. And you can wear all white with fringe and I'll wear all black with fringe. Except, you know what, though? White isn't flattering Oh, really? Okay. Well, you wear all black with a white hat, and I'll wear all white that with a black like. hat. That I like. And we'll hold hands. <laughs> no, there's something to me about, like, sitting in, uh, the is it the grandstand? Is mm-hmm. that what it's called? When it's really fucking hot out. Yes. And it's, like, there's dirt in the air. Drinking beers. There's something beers. so satisfying to me about that, which is also why I like to go to the horse races. You know, I've never been to a horse race. Oh, the never horse race been. is really fun. Making I, bets, you know, one, betting the rent. One time, on the ponies. We were driving through Kentucky, um, in a moving van, and we were driving by wherever it is they have the Kentucky Churchill Derby. Downs. Churchill Downs. <laughs> and there was a huge line and a bunch of crowds, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it must be the Kentucky Kentucky Derby." And I told my ex, "Pull over, let's go to the Kentucky Derby." And he was like, "We're in a we're in a U-Haul truck." <laughs> towing another car we're not gonna all of our stuff is in the back we're not gonna stop and go to the Kentucky Derby and I'm like no let's just go let's just go to the Kentucky Derby so we pulled over and we found a parking spot and um we went in and it was not the Kentucky yeah, Derby I was gonna say it was because, probably just some other race because and later he was like why did you think we could just walk up to the it's like the most popular you can't just walk into the Kentucky Derby um it wasn't actually and it wasn't we bought our tickets and they wasn't even a, a race it was the week before the Kentucky Derby is like one of the biggest dressage mm-hmm. competitions. And um, so we went to that. We went and watched a bunch of dressage. And then unbeknownst to me, my cousin was actually competing that weekend and we didn't even see her. Wow. Because my cousin, she does, an, like, she does Olympic dressaging and shit like that. So um, she's from a, the my mom's side of the family, which is a little less demo derby, a little <laughs> more dressage. So <laughs> there's really one or the other. <laughs> You're lucky if you've got both yeah. in your family. Yeah, it's good to have well rounded. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so we didn't go. We didn't get to see the demo derby, or not the demo derby, the, the Kentucky, Kentucky derby. derby. Apparently, you have to like Soul waltz in. And then, <laughs> well, when actually, we went, like when I lived in Indiana, everybody went down to the Kentucky Derby, hmm. and I don't know exactly like how the ticket purchasing goes. But there's all the people that sit in the grandstands. But then they open up the center part. But like, like the you know the track is a circle. Yeah. And so then there's the the inside of that circle. You can just stand around, and it's like the most disgusting thing you can imagine. Why? Like people are kind of trapped in there, and they drink like crazy, and it's a big huge party. But people will just like pee. Ew. On the ground. Okay. At least this is what was happening when I was there about 15 years ago. I mean, it was just like a slum. 
So there's like the fancy people in the beautiful hats, and then there's all the people in the middle. The commoners yeah, the in commoners. the middle. <laughs> so I, I think each you other. could have probably gotten in, but you would yeah. have had to been in that center part. My, so you might I, not have enjoyed it quite as much. My ex would always tell that story as like the perfect example of my personality. That we're like, we have a we have a baby. We're super stressed out. We're moving from Alabama up to Michigan. And I'm like, oh, let's stop at the demo der- or the the Kentucky Derby. And then even after we figure out it's not the Kentucky Derby, I'm like, well, let's just walk around and see the horses. And then we like hung out. And then when we went to leave, it had been pouring rain, and we um our our uh, moving van got stuck in the mud and we were like stuck and some people had to help us out. And he was just like livid with me that I had made him stop. And he was like, why, why would we stop here? Like we're moving right now. And I'm like, we should camp for the night. It's so pretty here. And he was just like, you're a fucking lunatic. <laughs> just so I know sometimes people probably think, Oh, you know, I only say that the reasons I left him, but you know, there, there could have been some other reasons why he was sick of me too. Always. You're just up for adventure. You know what? I'm I think just, that's what I like about you. I'm just You're a, a lot spontaneous. of fun. I'm just a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know. I would have been like, yes, let's stop. Yeah. I just thought it seemed like a cool time. Yeah. Seriously. I think this one's great. That's why. I'm in support of that. That's why you're my wife now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And we never do anything fun. No, we don't. All we do is podcast. That's all we do. Yeah. Let's true. go to a rodeo. The next time the rodeo comes, um, we're having a rodeo date. Perfect. For sure. Perfect. That'll be a, a fun thing, and then we can podcast about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that sounds like a great idea. We do need to do some more outings. You went to the uh, farmer's market this morning. I did go to the farmer's market. Which I'm really market. glad you didn't invite me, because I hate going to the farmer's that market. That surprises me. You seem so farmer's markety. I know. You seem like the exact <laughs> demographic they're going for. I'm not. You know what I am? I'm the fruit stand lady. Oh. I go to the fruit stand on Friday night. And everybody else, like a fool, gets up and goes to the farmer's market and has to elbow other people for the fresh beets. I just go to the fruit stand. There they was have all the same stuff. Not a lot of competition for the beets, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I also go to the fruit stand. I let, I go. Yeah, to the you stand. have one really close. So you have one. Yeah, I go a couple times a week over there, uh, and I buy a, a lot of stuff. But I don't know. I just like the farmer's market. I like the tacos. And I like the almonds, you know, the sugar-coated almonds. I like those. I like the flowers. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a crowds person. Mm. I feel like I'm elbowing people. And then I also feel there's a particular type of person that goes to the farmer's market, and I don't like that kind of person. Is that me? No, no, you're not that person. What is the person? Um, the person who makes a big show out of the fact that they're like, oh yeah, you know, oh oh, look at these. I'm purchasing these. Look at these. Organic. Yeah, like, I don't Look know. at the Swiss chard, babe. <laughs> babe, look at the Swiss chard. My God. Look at the hue of this Swiss... Is that yes. the person? Look at all these gardenias. Oh, my these God. These are gorgeous. It's Gord- just like making yeah. a show mm. out of what you're going to... Like, I'm going to also go home and make a really nice dinner tonight. But I don't have to... I don't have to perform it in front of everybody before I do that. <laughs> I will only perform it after on Instagram. Yeah. It's very collected of you. I like to go down there just because it's, like, it's sunny, and it's pretty, and Idaho, you know, you have, like, four months where it's just, like, garbage weather, you know? Yeah, it's coming. It's, it's coming. actually, like, six months, and it's coming it is. soon. And so I love to go down to the farmer's market and just kind of have a reason to walk around and, like, people watch, and, and also, I mentioned the nuts, but really, <laughs> the nuts are the whole reason I go, <laughs> is those sugared almonds is the only part. You could probably just Saturday morning come by and drop some of those off at my house, and then I'd be like, 
Well, now I don't have to go to that farmer's market. But I just like to, I like to kick around a little bit. I don't make much of a show, mostly because um, probably we're going to have corn dogs for dinner tonight, <laughs> and uh, I'm not really making anything fancy with any of the shit I bought. Sometimes I just throw it in my juicer, and that's pretty much it. I just make juice out of it. Right. I'm not doing anything fancy. Not making, like, uh, organic, But see, no one would know carrot. that unless you told them, because you're wandering true. down there with everybody else who's, who's uh, buying their heirloom beans. That's true. You know? I got... I, I didn't get any beets. I didn't get any beans. I got some really good got beets some peaches. this week. Got some peaches. Hard peaches. This is a new thing with my kids because they are the most ridiculous humans in the world. It's all summer. They've Like, if I buy peaches, I bought a box. They're gone in, like, two days. They just eat peaches. Then all of a sudden, they were like, we don't. We only eat hard peaches. And I was but like, what is that? The one? Yeah. And they were like, we don't like the soft peaches. We only like hard peaches. Which wrong. is insane. That's yeah, gross. Yeah, the wrong way to do it's it. It's totally stupid. Yeah. But they... They, if they're soft, they won't eat them. And so, like, uh, before, if I bought a box of peaches, they... that when they're delicious and juicy? Yeah, they won't eat them. And so I have to buy them unripe, and then they'll eat them all before they're ripe, which hurts my heart, because I'm like, no, that's gross. It's a waste of peaches to eat them like this. But if I let it, if I get good ones, then they don't eat them. And so, I wonder if it's better for their digestion. I don't it's Provide more roughage? It? I don't know. <laughs> that sounds gross. So I've had to, like, the other peaches I've been just making smoothies out of, and... Eating myself, but like they won't eat them once they've gotten ripe. Idiots. They're idiots. They're idiots. Oh my god. And I just was like, this is just something to be I particular got about. Yesterday too, and I was like very specific about yeah. like the softness. I was like, okay, this this peach will last two days. I have to get like a peach that will last two days. Yeah. Peach will last three days. You know, and yeah. then a peach I can eat right when I get home. Nope. Hard peaches apparently are where it's at. Wow. Hard peaches. <laughs> the other thing they like. They fucking only, for a while, like, whatever fruit I got, they're, they're, like, total fruit and vegetable bats. Like, they'll eat anything. But um, then all of a sudden, they were like, we only eat red delicious apples. They wouldn't eat any other. the worst apple. So fucking gross. I didn't even know. I'm like, do they still make this apple? Are these a punishment? Like, who is buying red delicious apples? And now it's like, if I buy galas or anything else, they won't eat them. And they only will eat the red delicious apples. That is even that's the worst thing that I've ever heard. Yeah, honestly, I know I'm raising we serial killers. Support the red, <laughs> the red delicious somewhere, lobby. No, yeah, somewhere there's a bunch of Apple executives who are just about to discontinue the horribleness that is the red delicious <laughs> apple, and now they're like, well, I because guess it was developed like you know in in that time where they had to really worry about transporting fruit yeah. and making it last for six months or whatever, and so yeah. it's like tough. It, it's not, it's like got a weird, uh, it's the, not complex at all. It's just got a weird one note. The texture is like if you froze mealy. baby food. Yeah. It's like mealy. Ugh, I hate red delicious apples. Me too. And the, and we have come so far with apples. I know. In the, just even in the last five years, it's just completely changed. I love a pink lady. <laughs> Those are so good. Like there's so many choices you have. Have you had the yellow one, the opal? Uh, I love is the opal. Is it called the opal? Yeah, the yellow one. Oh my so God. Good. That is a delicious apple. No, but they like these red delicious. That's a real disappointment. I thought... <laughs> I think you should just come with me. I know. The fruit's <laughs> way better. Until last week, I thought I was doing a pretty good job. And this week, it's all falling apart. I've been like, my God, who are you people? Oh, my God. Um, speaking of that, so I... You know, Calvin and I do this other podcast where we watch scary movies. And he, because maybe because of the autis- autism thing or whatever, he just hasn't been scared by anything. So last night, we watched... Or yesterday we watched The Conjuring, which I watched first to make sure it wasn't too scary. It was way too fucking scary. (laughs) 
So I watched it with him during the day, and I even was like, sweetie, this one's a real spooky one. Not scared at all. Thought it was, he liked it. He thought it was a good movie, but he was like, why did you think this would scare me? So Dylan has maintained that the reason he hasn't been scared is because we've been watching him during the day. So I was like, okay. So Calvin was like, I want to watch a movie at night. So last night we watched We're Still Here at night, totally dark in the living room. And it was so scary. I yelled a few times like, (laughs) no, turn it off. I hate it. Make it go away. And I cried two times. Like I legitimately started crying just because it scared me so bad. And, like, my heart was pounding, and I was, like, rolling off of the couch and just, like, and covering my eyes with the blanket. And he never covered his eyes. He wasn't scared at all. And I was, like, I think maybe you need to find someone else to do this podcast (laughs) with. I cannot handle this. It really sounds like my worst nightmare. There is no way I'm ever watching (sighs) any of those movies ever. I've seen one scary movie, and I was, like, I'm out. (laughs) What was it? Exorcist. Oh, we're going to watch that tonight. Because he has been, like... He had, that was one of the first movies he wanted to watch. And I was like, it's too scary for you. It's, it's fucked me up for years. And I used to have nightmares about it. It scared me so I bad. I still have nightmares. I saw it uh, when I was maybe 16. Mm-hmm, me yeah. too. Yeah. 16. So scared me so bad. A solid 20 some <laughs> years. Yeah. And I'm still like, oh God, I'll just get like a flash yeah. or something. I'll be like, that was just, that was the worst day of my life. It. And I was almost murdered once. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to tell that story this next week. I swear to God, I'm going to pin you down and make you. Uh, and I was almost murdered. I'm going to be in Grand Rapids. Oh, God. So, yeah. You know, I used, to live, I used to live there. I used to live in Grand Rapids. You did? I lived in Grand Do Rapids. Do you have any tips? I got <laughs> pregnant in Grand Rapids. Oh. And that was Henry. Well, I'm going to be a Do Grand I Rapids. have any tips? Um, Everybody is super polite. And nice and nope, it's, it'll be very easy. I usually like the the midwestern cities. I'm a big yeah. fan. No, it was a great place to live, and everybody was really nice and friendly. We worked for um, my ex flew a flew the personal helicopter for this incredibly rich family that were like the kind of rich that you don't even realize exists. You know, you're just a yeah. middle class person walking around, and then you're around these rich people, and you're like, wow, this is so different. Yeah, I where they're like, rich. oh, I bought a boat this morning. And then they show you the boat, and you're like, this is more than any house I own, <laughs> have ever owned. Like, this is so... Or ever will own. Or ever will combined. own. Yeah, it was just wild to be, like, near that kind of money. Like, they just bought a helicopter, went down. They were on vacation. They bought a helicopter. They came over, met my, met my ex, and we're like, you want to fly our helicopter? Move up. We'll pay all your expenses. That's actually the trip. That was where we were moving when we went wow. to the Kentucky... Not Kentucky Derby. Wow. Full circle. Full circle. Full circle of life. Yeah, so I'll well, be, be at a conference. Oh, yeah. arts conference? Yes, it's actually the NASA conference, but don't get your hopes up. That stands for the National Association for State Art <laughs> I wonder if NASA's taken. Probably not. Probably not. Just name it. Why wouldn't they name it something else? Because yeah, everybody likes a fucking acronym. They so do. stupid. Like, they could have called it National Arts or just, you know, just art. Like, yeah, or just come up with something I just, fun. I maybe. just respelled NASA. I'm real tired. I'm a tired lady. Yeah, so I'll be at a NASA conference. Wow, boy. <laughs> um, but the worst part is that um, I'm going, well, it's not the worst part. I'm going with coworkers, which is fine. But um, one of my coworkers, I was like, hey, we need to buy our plane tickets. What, you know, like, when, when does it start and end? Because I wasn't paying attention. And she's like, oh, these are the dates. So I bought my plane ticket 
and she had told me totally the wrong date. Oh, no. So now I'm, like, there for extra time. Ooh, you get a party in Grand Rapids, huh? By myself. Woo-hoo! Yeah. And it's, like, it's not worth changing it. No. You know? So now I'm going to be, like, in Gra- Grand Rapids for two days on my own waiting for everybody to show up. <laughs> wow. I... I would tell you like this what is why to go I need do, a secretary. but yeah, we both do. Hey, if you're looking for an internship, <laughs> Couple Skate has an opening, and you basically just need to call us every so often and be like, "Hey, you have a doctor's appointment today, girl. Uh, don't buy your ticket yet for Grand Rapids, and tell me which city I'm flying into." Or like double check, double, double check. check something. Yeah, just yeah. double check. Yeah. This is your daily double check call. You can't even. What be are mad- you planning? Have you double checked? You can't even be mad at her because that's, I would have 100%. I have 100% given people the wrong dates for stuff. And oh, I, so you no, can't no, even no. Be it's mad all at her. on me. Like, why didn't I just look at the website for the NASA <laughs> conference? Oh, she seemed reliable. She seemed, she seemed like she had her shit Yeah, I was down. like, Jenny will know. <laughs> She's always on the ball. Nice work, yeah. Jenny. Yeah. So. I do that. Um, I have to Jeff a number of times. When he's like, when do you when do you land? I'll come pick you up in whatever city we're in. And I'm like, ah, I think three. And then he's like, hey, I'm at the airport. And I'm like, I guess I get in at 6 p.m. Sorry about that. And so he's like sat at airports waiting for me. Or I've had to like meet him at shows because I totally fucked up my tickets. Like, I'm, I'm not anybody to make fun of anyone else's scheduling because I'm a goddamn disaster. I need a manager. You manager real bad. What about a momager? A momager? I got a, I got a mom, but she's just as disorganized. <laughs> yeah, I would not want my mom managing Ooh, really boy. any portion Ooh, of boy. my life. She'll try, but... <laughs> we were going to talk about dead dogs on this episode. We haven't talked about dogs at all. Well, we still have a few minutes. That's true. Yeah, so my dog, who we've talked about a little bit before, I had a 21st birthday for him. He is fucking... Old. He's so cute. He's so old and so nice. And when I had his 21st birthday in March, it was really a celebration of life because he was still super active, still like totally on the ball. Yeah. You know, and but I've always been worried since he's been elderly now for an extended period of time, you know, like I've been tr- coming to terms with the fact that he will die eventually. And, or I will need to put him down. And people always say, oh, you'll know, you'll know when it's time. Well, <laughs> I think it's time and I, I, I'm struggling with it big mm-hmm. time. So this is a dog that I got when I was 19 wow, years old. Wow, that's so wild. And I probably would not have made the commitment for a lifetime, lifelong friend at that point, but you know, I'm obviously glad that I did. It just was a big commitment. You know, he traveled and moved with me every place that I lived, and and he's always been was with he me. a puppy when you got him? He was 14 months. Okay, yeah, so, so pretty much. yeah, so pretty Aww. much. Um, but he's always been like a really good eater, and he's always loved to go on a walk, and he still isn't incontinent. He still like will go outside. Um, but he's just sleeping all the time now and he's not eating anything and I can't get him to eat anything. And he has been having a really hard time. Like he just keeps falling down the stairs and like, he's totally blind, totally deaf, but he just has such a good heart. Yeah. And he's so cute. He's so cute. It was a little easier when my, we had to put my 
my dog down, who I got when I was 20. Um, we had to put him down a couple years ago. But it was time. <laughs> and he hadn't been cute for a very long time. Like, yeah. he was disgusting. And he had been disgusting for, like, a year. And I had been, like, people would come over. Like, he, you ha- we would play this horrible game called Sleeping or Dead all the time. Because yeah. he would, he'd walk in and he'd not be breathing. And he'd be like, oh, it finally happened. And then all of a sudden he'd be like, <laughs> And he was bone thin and, like. Like, his hair was all mangy, and he was totally incontinent. And I just could not bring myself to put him down because I loved him so much. And he just sort of represented all of my youth and, you know, like, just everything. And he had been so good to my kids, like, never growled or nipped at them and had been such a sweetie. And was still eating. He still was eating up until, like, three weeks before I put him down. And I, and then after that, he only, after, like, right before I put him down, he would only eat salami. Yeah, we're, at the, uh, we're at the chicken. Yeah. I had to make him a chicken today. Oh. And I'm going to go out of town to Grand Rapids, and I'm like, is oh. it fair to leave the dog who's dying with the dog sitter? It's not. Maybe, you know. I think I'm going to do it anyway. I sometimes think like that they, people say like they will go somewhere to die, like they'll sneak away to go die. Yeah. Um, do you think I should just send him on his death vision quest? Or yeah. <laughs> just take him just out. Just put him on help. the ice. Just put him on the ice, like the Inuits did. That's probably racist. I don't know what the Inuits did. That's just something I've heard, and that's probably a terrible thing. I'm sure they take great care of their elderly. I apologize. Um, but but he was, yeah, it was, it was, people would come over and be like, you need to put your dog down. Like, it's really pathetic. And I would be like, you know, but he's still, and every morning he would shit in the house every morning and every night and he was totally he would just stand up and pee and then walk and move a foot over and I'd be like he's still getting around though like because he could move a foot and a half I could not do it it was so see I don't want to get get to that point because I know like he's still with it enough that like he would feel really bad if he had an accident in the house yeah like he's aware enough that he's not supposed to do that like he'll if I close the back door at night he'll scratch on it and scratch on and scratch on it sounds like it's been four years (laughs) No, he doesn't. And then I'll open the door and he'll just fall down the stairs. Well, Jocelyn, it sounds like he needs a ramp. <laughs> you just need to build a ramp. These are things I did for my dog instead of putting him down. So, <laughs> Yeah. It's so hard, Fabricating though. Fabricating a ramp. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I just, I realize, like, I think it's almost a well, worse torture to have a dog that lives a really long time that you're anticipating is going to die. Yeah. Because now I literally cannot envision him actually dying. No. It's, I've like gotten beat. I was like, really, I was there. I knew it was going to happen and I was dealing with it. And then he'd lived for, you know, four more years. Yeah. And that's what Jack did to us too. So like he got run over by a minivan at 15. Oh my God. And I thought he was going to die. And I took him home because I was like, I don't want him to die in a, in the vet hospital, you know, mm-hmm. and, just gave him a lot of fluids and some painkillers, and he didn't die. Yeah. So I'm like, he's not going to die. He can't die. He's, yeah. He's never going to die. That happened to us when Jack was, because he died when he was 19. When he was 15, he got a horrible, um, like, mouth infection. I guess he was, like, 16. But he got a mouth infection, and the, the vet was like, we'll pull the teeth. Like, because they had abscessed, and his head was huge, and he wasn't moving. And he was like, we'll pull the teeth, but he's probably going to die tonight. And then he lived for, for like, three more years. And that kind of the same thing where I was like, I guess this dog just never... Like, I just couldn't picture a world without him. And just so you know, 
Um, not to not to speak ill of the dead, but he was the fucking worst. <laughs> he wasn't like Sheriff. Like Sheriff is such a sweet doll of a dog, but Jack, from the time we got him, I was I was always like like we kept him, but I was always like this dog was such a fucking mistake. He was a mistake for so many years <laughs> that I just was like oh boy. I got him like four months before my honeymoon. Like, before I got married, and then, or before, you know, we got married, and then we took him, and he was, like, our honeymoon dog, and we were like, oh, he's our baby. And then he, and the only nice thing I can say about him is that he was really sweet to my kids. He never nipped or barked or did anything like that, but, God, he was such an asshole for so many years. (laughs) And then so when it was like, oh, good, he's finally going to die, and I felt terrible, but then when I finally put him down, it was like the hole in my life was huge. Like, I just couldn't even imagine not having him around. Like, he had been... You know, when I was a single mom, he had always been there and protected us, and it was it was rough. Yeah, they represent rough. everything, and so yeah. if I think about, like, everything that he was there for and, like, helped me through. Yeah. More reliably than any human person, Yeah, for sure. He was the steadiest relationship with a man I've had <laughs> in my life. Yes. And, <laughs> and yeah, now, and yeah, sure, he ate string cheese maybe... in the wrapper and shit them out whole in the yard, and he was kind of an a-hole. But, you know, that's par for the course with my, my taste, typically, so. Yeah, I, I feel like I really lucked out <laughs> that I got a dog who's so kind. Well, and now we have, we have Chippy. Yeah, we Ch- love Chip. Chip, Chip. Hey, Chip. He's getting up there, and this morning was the first time he was having a lot of trouble getting up on the bed. And he, like, every time he'd jump, he'd fall back down, and I'd be like, no. <laughs> and he's probably, I don't know, 10 or so, and because we, I'm not, we're not sure how old he is exactly but I can't I'm like no even even more so because he's my little sheriff I love him yeah it's so it's so hard when dogs die it's so hard (laughs) cats I don't know that seems fine but (laughs) I'm just kidding that's really how I feel I don't like cats (laughs) like somebody was actually telling me a story about how this um their mom had a dog and then the stray dog showed up and the two dogs together decided to kill the cat. Wow. And I like, I went like, <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> and, I, and then I was like, <laughs> then I was like, oh, oh, this is a sad story. Oh, this is a sad story. They're like, well, she really loved this cat. And I was like, oh, right, right, right. <laughs> right, right, right. People like cats. I'm so sorry. Oh, boy. Yeah. Like, oh, I've just never had anything but. You know, actually, that's actually not fair because um, when I was a kid, I don't like cats a whole lot. But when I was a kid, we had farm cats. We had outdoor cats. And we had this cat named Fang that we got when I was eight in Pocatello. And then we moved up into the mountains because my father couldn't handle all that city living anymore. (laughs) And then we moved deeper into the mountains because he couldn't handle, like, we got neighbors. And he was like, no, fuck this. But we had this cat forever, like 20 years. And... It got attacked by a mountain lion and it was missing its eye and an ear and it had, it was all scarred up and it outlived like six litters of kittens and you know, that all grew up and aged out and you know, had the kittens of their own and it, she just lived forever and she would jump up and cause we had to milk cows in the morning, which is the, and goats, which is cold shitty work. And she would jump up on your shoulder and then wrap herself around you like a scarf. And so while you were milking, she'd be all toasty warm. She's the only cat I've ever, ever liked. And she was the best. We had a pretty good farm cat, Marmalade, who also lived an inordinate amount of time, like an unreasonable amount, and was a great cat because, you know, got, was a, was an actual mouser. Yeah. Um, and then Marmalade got 
feline AIDS. Oh. Also known as FADE. FADE. <laughs> and then you laugh. <laughs> FADE. That was brutal to see the cat go through FADEs. Yeah. They, like, stopped cleaning themselves and had to, and would get, like, all these horrible mouth sores. And I was, I was like, this happened when the cat's, you know, like, 19 yeah. years old. Like, maybe it's time. To but, put him down. But you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> She'll live so, another eight years. <laughs> yeah. And then my parents... Um, wanted to get another cat for the farm and they got this cat which they named the the this cat was never gonna have a fucking chance because they named the cat Viognier. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Viognier. Does that mean something? It's a type it's a it's a grape varietal, a type of wine. Okay. Viognier is the type of wine. I hate yes. that cat. It's not even I, the cat's fault. But... Yeah. I was like this is the stupidest fucking name for the stupidest fucking cat hated the cat from the get-go never learned to mouse was always afraid of the dogs finally this summer it broke one of its legs and had to go through a lengthy um healing process where they had to make like and this outdoor area for the cat where it was you know safe and immediately upon um that getting uh healed Broke its other leg. Oh, for <laughs> How did it break its legs? Jumping down from something. That's yeah. And that's I was like, you know cat. what? That's totally. the only thing they're good at. And they and my mom was like, well, you're gonna have to put the cat down. I was like, yeah, you are. And <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. I mean, oh, I don't know. I just don't have a feel for cats. Also, I'm allergic to them, which is I'm great. I'm so allergic, and I forget that I am. And so uh, when I was just in LA staying with my friend Dana. The whole time I was like, I'm so sick. What is wrong with me? I, it must be the air here. And like the whole time cat. I was super sick. And then I left. I'm like, you're allergic to cats, dummy. And the, and later he was like, oh, the cats, they sleep in that room where you sleep in the bed. And so I was just covered <laughs> in hives and sneezing the whole time. Because I told him, I'm like, I was sick that whole time. But I realized it might be your cats. And he was like, oh, shit, are you allergic to cats? Because they sleep in that room. And I was like, no. Well, that would explain why I was much more sick than I normally am. Oh, yeah, instantaneously if I go into somebody's house yeah. with cats. Or, like, sit on a chair that somebody sat in that has cats. And... Which is funny because I think they know that, yeah. and they fucking love me. Yeah. Cats, people who have cats that they're like, oh, he's not friendly, he doesn't like to be touched, that cat will come and rub all over me and be like, hey, girl, <laughs> hey, let me rub my butt on you. I love you so much. Ugh. Cats fucking love me. Oh, yeah, not into it. I do like kittens, though, Jocelyn. <laughs> I'm not a monster. Yeah. That's true. I'm not, like, totally unfeeling. I'd take a box full of kittens right now. <laughs> uh, we have a puppy at my work right now. Oh, my now. God, that puppy. Will you post a picture <gasps> on our Instagram and on our Facebook? Because that puppy. <sighs> she is a fucking adorable. That puppy is so cute, it makes me want a baby. And I don't even know how that <laughs> works exactly, but it, like, hits some maternal, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, it's the cutest. She's tiny, tiny. She's, like, three and a half pounds. She's nine weeks old. She's some kind of a... Mini Aussie um, or something. Yeah, and um, she's got a pink nose. She actually looks very much like a kitten. Yeah. And she she's so, so soft. And, um, I, yeah, I'm working out how to make uh, my office the most appealing to her. Yeah. So that she'll spend time You should there. just open a bunch of tins of cat food and put them around your feet. Yeah. Because dogs love cat, cat food more than anything. <laughs> And then she'll always just be in there like, mm, mm, mm. just maybe put your feet in cat food. <laughs> so she associates your feet area with snuggles and, and 
and cat food. Yeah, I have been like obsessively cuddling her obsessively and I had uh I didn't realize the other day I had um well I, I realized I had lipstick on but I didn't realize that I was like kissing this little <laughs> white gray dog and she had like red lipstick all over her. <laughs> I was like oh this isn't my dog though I shouldn't be making out with this dog this is this is inappropriate <laughs> somebody's gonna know <laughs> it Who's was been, me who's been kissing this dog <laughs> yeah <sighs> so puppies kitties I don't want either of those. I'm actually, I really no. prefer an elderly dog. Me too. I would never get another puppy. We we accidentally got a puppy back in 2000 and, let's see, six, when we were living in Arizona because somebody gave us a puppy that was going to get put down and it was like one of those, like, down the street from us, a bunch of hillbillies and they were just like, oh, our dog had puppies, here's a puppy, who was the cutest goddamn thing in the world. And they were like, oh, she won't be very big. She's a um, corgi. She's a corgi. And it turned out she was half corgi and half giant. <laughs> and she was the biggest fucking dog. Huge. She ended up being just a monster. I think she was part Great Dane and part Golden Retriever and part corgi or something. She was so cute. Beautiful dog. Sweet, sweet disposition. Um, and we kept her for like a year. But we were living in the middle. We were living on like right next to the forest. And so we had like 40,000 acres in our backyard, you know, just to like kind of do whatever we wanted and um we were like right on the national park land and so we had room for our dogs and um then we moved up to Boise and she was so miserable and dug up our whole yard and like started escaping and like would eat the fence and then run away and oh also uh we ran her over with our car and we had to amputate one of her legs so she was a three-legged gigantic huge dog she was so cute but we couldn't and we were like we were like living with my parents for four months when we first moved back up to Boise and I was pregnant and people, whenever people are like anybody who gets rid of an animal is a monster. I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go. They're like, it's a lifetime commitment. Shit changes. People have shit going on. We moved from a fucking farm up to my parents' house and had this gigantic dog ripping up and tearing their yard. We brought her up to my, my friends have some friends, some, my parents have some friends that have a farm and we were like, will you keep this dog for a couple months until we buy a house? And we put, brought her up there. And then after a couple months, they were like, can we just have this dog? And we were like, fucking Christ, yes. Because <laughs> by then, I like, I was like, I don't want to take that dog. Like, we bought a house and we were moving in. My mom's like, you need to go get your dog. And I'm like, <sighs> and we did. We went and got her for a while. And she came and lived with us and just ate everything and was running away every day. And was so much work. And they finally were like, we miss her so much. I wish we could have her back. And we, were like, <laughs> we drove her up like that day. Yeah, for sure. And she's very happy. She lives up on a farm. She does great up there. She's a great farm dog. But but people have been like, I can't believe you got rid of a dog. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, I did. I got rid of that dog in a heartbeat. I got rid of this dog, Lola, that I had. Because I had the sheriff, and then I was in a relationship uh, with this guy. And he was like, well, I feel like I need my own dog since you have your dog. So he we went to the pound, and he picked out this dog. I don't know, she's like a Lhasa Opso mix. She was the most pathetic animal. She had a really severe underbite, so she just looked, like, sad and pathetic. And she was a nervous wreck. I don't usually like female dogs as much as I like male dogs. <laughs> they tend to be a little harder for me to deal with. Anyway, she, you know, like, um, she would hear a loud noise, and then she would shake uncontrollably for hours mm -hmm. and hours and hours. So when he and I broke up, I was like, I'm taking the sheriff. And um, he couldn't take Lola, but he gave 
the dog to his parents and I was so thrilled. I was yeah. like, I did not like that dog and I did not want to make a lifetime commitment to oh, it. Oh yeah. So, you know, if you can find another home, I, I don't it's think that all that's right. monstrous. I know that people always treat it like I, I'm not saying, you know, you know, you should never abandon an animal. You should never hurt an animal. But if you can find another home for an animal that you aren't a good fit with, or if your circumstances change and you move from a giant house to an apartment, yeah, shit happens. People need to rehome pets. It's fine. You know, the Idaho Humane Society, too, like, they don't euthanize unless an animal is an aggressive or sick. They're basically a no-kill shelter. And my kids and I used to volunteer out there all the time, and people would be like, oh, it's so terrible that people abandon animals there. And I'm like, no, they have a fucking amazing track record for finding new homes for animals. Like... Shit changes. People, I don't, I don't understand the, like, you obviously shouldn't get a dog with just the frivolous, you know, like, yeah, we got a dog. And then three weeks later, we're like, gross. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, I think you make the best decision for yourself at the time. And I love having a pet and I will always, within my ability, have that animal for as long as fucking and possible, I feel which like, I always have. Yeah. I had one dog, which I didn't. And get. I feel like I get a pass because I kept Jack. Yeah. I kept him for so many years and he, and I, the whole time I was like, this is the worst fucking dog. But I was like, well, he's your dog. This is, you know, you made this choice. (laughs) This is your dog. And I kept him, I kept him and was like so sick of him most of the time. And he moved, we moved him across country like 30 times and he came with us. He did stay with my brother for a little bit because when we were moving like every four months or so, I was like, I can't fucking handle this dog (laughs) in a motor home. (laughs) Cannot do it. So he did live with my brother for a bit. Which was great because he was um, he was an Australian cattle hound mix and always like a skinny kind of funny looking dog. And when we came back and my brother had he'd been with my brother for like a year or like eight months. When we came back, he was so fat. He looked like an unsheared sheep <laughs> because my brother was just this bachelor and just fed him, you know, just left food out for him. Didn't realize he was a total food whore and just fed him whatever, you know, like we'll give him bacon and just whatever. And so he's so fucking fat. When we came back, I was like, what'd you do to my dog? And he's like, <laughs> well, he's totally happy. <laughs> Took forever to get him to lose the weight. It was What strategy yeah. did you use? Because I have another dog and he is oh, obese as shit. He is such a chubby little thing. Um, it was just all his own deal. I just don't even know. He Jack, like Jack three, was three inch legs. Yeah. He's like, he looks like a Muppet of a dog. He doesn't look like a real dog. I love that dog so much. I would steal him in a second. I love him so he much. He might come live here if you, if you can work on his weight issue. I can. I'm really good. Um, I just, we were just really careful about food regulation and, uh, no human food. And then I would make him walk yeah, with we me don't every do day. Yeah, we food ever. And no. we do walks every day. But I think with Mustachio... It's just built like that, okay? He really is. And in fact, I took him to the vet for a thyroid test. My mom was insistent that I take the dog in for a thyroid test. Oh my God. (laughs) And so I didn't. So she did. And um, they tested his thyroid. He's totally fine. He's just fat. And... And the vet was just like, you know, usually they give you the, like, o- like obesity shaming. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, oh, he's just kind of a solid guy. He's just <laughs> built that way. <laughs> just like, well, I was like, well, I'm not a veterinarian, but dude's fucking obese. Right? He, I'm trying to think of how to describe what he looks like. He, because he is, he's like, got that, like, little fat oval body and then those tiny little skinny legs. And he does, he doesn't. But then he has, he's totally black and he has gigantic, like, yeah. papillon ears. He looks like an obese bat. <laughs> like, he does. He's a bat panda. A bat or, panda. Um, you should post a picture of him, too. He yeah, has icon He is. My mom, when I first got him, she looked at him and she said, 
your dog looks like Martin Van Buren. <laughs> what, a, what a random... <laughs> that was surprising on so many fronts. So many levels. One of which is, who knows what the fuck Martin Van Buren looks yeah, like. Yeah, I can't pull up a mental... <laughs> yeah, so I went dog. home, Google Martin Van Buren. Oh, Show looks up. just like my dog. We should post a side-by-side of that, too. <laughs> yeah, I'll post that. That's a really good... My Chippy, Chippy, after my divorce, he and I both got real fat because we were sad. And, uh, and my mom came over and she was like, oh, your, your dog is so fat. He can, his, his dick is dragging on the ground. And I, and sure enough, I realized that like when he would walk outside, his penis was dragging on the ground. And I was like, all right, buddy, we got to pull this. We got to turn this ship around. We're done here. <laughs> yeah, Mustachio doesn't like to go out in the winter because his penis will get cold in the snow. Chippy will shit on the patio <laughs> because of that. Because yeah. his, his, he's like, no, sir. Nope, we're not doing that. We're going to shit. He'll, like, he'll put his butt like right off the edge of the stairs and poop right there because he's an asshole. <laughs> well, I feel like we covered a lot of ground. We made it to 45 minutes. We talked about farmer's markets and uh, what should we name this episode? Um... I don't know. Dead dog. Dead dog. Dying. Dead and dying dogs. dogs. Dead dogs. So that people know it's another fun episode. <laughs> All right. Well, good to see you. Good to see you, too. I'm going to miss you when you go out of town. Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids. Go say hi to Pidge. And I'm not doing anything or going anywhere this next week, so don't come see me at all. <laughs> but then do come see me at Liquid Laughs in Boise on September 22nd. And that's going to be awesome. Yay. Okay, love you, bye.